0: Hey what's going on automotive world welcome to another episode of the automotive diagnostic podcast my name is Sean Tipping I'll be your host once again for this week's episode this week on the show I am going to conclude my 2009 Nissan Altima and I do say my 2009 Nissan Altima because I bought the car (laughs) um Just to recap for everyone, if you want to listen to episode 190, replaced with known good part, um, in that episode, I describe where I'm at up until this point. So if you want to listen to episode 190, um, you can get the full story and my perspective on the vehicle up until that point, which is roughly about a month ago or so. But I will do a quick recap here as well, so everybody listening has at least has an idea of where we're at with this vehicle and the challenge that I was up against with this thing. So, real quick here, we'll go through it. Um, Again, 2009 Nissan Altima with a smart key push button setup, like a lot of Nissans are. Um, A car lot bought this Nissan from the auction. It did not come with any keys. So, and they buy a lot of cars like that from the auction. So they get their key guy, their locksmith, to come out and attempt to program a key to this vehicle. He is unable to do so, although he did cut a key for it, the emergency blade, and it goes into the smart key remote. And he left that key there with the vehicle, said, I can't get this to program. There's something else going on with the car. So then they called me and said, hey, can you look at this slash program a key? They weren't sure if he just was unable or if there was another problem with the car. So they called me out. Okay. I say, okay, I'll come look at it. We'll see what we need to do because I stock keys and I can program them as well. But, you know, I offer the diagnostic services that the locksmiths don't necessarily do. So I come out, I scan this thing. It has a B210A, which says steering lock condition switch. And that is set in the body control module. And this vehicle does have a steering column lock on it. And I'll go through the system description operation a little bit more later in the episode. But it has a steering lock that's part of the anti-theft system that's going to lock the column uh, when you turn the ignition off and close the door. Um, but it has a code in the BCM that comes right back about the position switch This steering column lock has two micro switches inside of it that are going to basically tell the BCM the position of the steering lock and what these switches are supposed to do. If you measure the circuits that are output and it goes right from the steering lock to the body control module, one is 12 volts and the other is zero in the locked state. And then they flip-flop in the unlocked state. So the one that was at 0 goes to 12, and the one was at 12 goes to 0. And each circuit should be in a specific level depending on the locked or unlocked state. Okay? So I measure these, and they're both 0. So neither one of them is at 12, and that reflects what code is in the BCM. And with this condition, you're not going to be able to key up the vehicle. Even if you had a key, but you're not going to be able to register a key either if there are no keys. So I test power, ground, communication to the steering column lock. It's all there. And so I tell the shop, I say, get a steering lock for this thing and then call me. I'm going to have to register the steering lock to the vehicle and then we can program a key to this thing. Okay. So they order a steering lock. They install it. They call me out and say, okay, hey, can you come finish this job? And this is where I got into a little bit of trouble with this one. So I come back out and the code now is gone for the position switch for the steering lock. I no longer have a B210A in there. But I cannot register a key to this thing no matter what I do. Try multiple tools, including consult, multiple keys, you know, the key that the locksmith provide, um, a couple keys that I had, and I cannot get... The keys to register to this vehicle. And I tried running the function of registering the steering lock as well, which when you do that, you also register keys on this vehicle. It's part of the process. I can't get it to do that either. Anytime I start these processes, whether it be trying to register the steering lock or trying to register a key, performing an all keys loss function, one of the first steps in the scan tool as you're going through this says system initialization failure and it gives some reasons like you might have put in the wrong password this or that Um, and there is passwords that are calculated off of the bcm number on these Uh, you know i've done a lot of these so i'm fairly familiar with how that portion of it works i know my autel um, has been really good for these older nissans as far as doing keys but i have other tools as well i've uh tool that works pretty well i have a top the top down does really good with nissan's the top down will show you the old and new password and i have lots of options for these and i have consult and i can't get this to go every time i get to the point um, where the tool should run its process and we should begin the either steering lock registration key registration it says system initialization failure and the dash never powers up When you do one of these key registrations, whether it be an all key lost or adding a key, there's a point where you have the key in the slot, and I should mention there is a slot in the dash um, to put the key into in case the smart functions are not working, and this is where you put the key for key registration, but you press the ignition switch and the dash should light up, the ignition should turn on, it never does, and that's the step after where it says system initialization failure. You should be able to move on. You should be able to turn on the ignition. I can't do that. I can't get it to go uh, no matter what I'm doing. Now, I did check for codes at this point, And the only code that I have now is a B2191 difference of key. And I don't have the steering lock code anymore. And the only code that I have setting, now granted, the car's not turning on, so I can't talk to every module, but The body control module is the one I'm focused on. You can look at the IPDM as well, but the body control module is really my guy here because the body control module turns on the ignition relay. And so I want to know, okay, what's going on here? And the only code in there is this B2191 difference a key. And I read up on this code and it basically says, Hey, register the key. The key you're trying to use is not registered to the vehicle. And I know that. It's a new key. It's obviously not registered. But I don't have any codes about a steering lock. Um, Just this difference of key code. And I even tried plugging in the old steering lock because it was just laying there. I get the B210A back. um, But not with the new one that's bolted up in there. So... I messed around with it for a while and measured a bunch of things. Um, I'll go over a few of the things that I actually tested here in a little bit, but I was not able to find a reason for why it wasn't working in the moment. Now, part of the episode that I had, uh, episode 190, was kind of at a point where I'm like, man, I'm kind of out of tests to be able to pinpoint something. I kind of need a good part to try on this thing to see what would happen. But I did tell the shop, I was like, hey, I'm going to go do some research because you know, I've been here for over an hour. I'm not making any progress. I've got to step away for a bit, do some reading and see, you know, I'll come back with a good you know, process or maybe I'll find something in reading that says, yeah, just let's do this part and try this and see where this goes. But I... Talk to them about that, and they ended up saying, Hey, we didn't pay much for this vehicle. It was, it's kind of a junky Ultima. <laughs> it's actually pretty funny. All four corners have some sort of dent or damage to them, which fits the stereotypical Ultima driver pretty well. <laughs> um, but they're like, Yeah, we didn't pay very much for this thing. It's an 09 Ultima. We're just going to cut our losses on it. You know, we're happy that you're trying to help us, but. We're not willing to invest the money into this car that's going to cost to pay you to get it going because it sounds like it's going to be a problem vehicle. So we're just going to scrap the car. And I said, okay. And at this point, I really did want to kind of figure this car out. And so I was like, well, if you're going to scrap it, how much money do you want for it? And they only wanted 700 bucks for it. That covered, you know, their cost of the vehicle. And I was like, all right, I'll buy it. So... I bought the car um, and got it to my house and, and now to fix it. So that's where I'm at with this thing. And I did fix it, did figure out what was going on. It's pretty interesting. And that's why I'm making the conclusion in this episode. Now, first off, before we get going into this, I want to thank a few people. A number of people reached out to me, but uh, specifically uh, John Cunningham and Andrew Noflasek, I'm, I'm hoping I'm saying your last name correctly, on Facebook, and then James Miller over email, uh, they all reached out to me with some really good information, um, and I really appreciate you taking the time to do that, um, all that stuff was helpful, um, and I, I really appreciate it, so thank you for that. Um, before we get into the testing and stuff, I do want to do a brief system overview of the smart key system just so everybody's on the same page if you're familiar with Nissan's you probably know all this but maybe you're not maybe you don't work on these very often Um, and I'd like everybody to know the components involved in their function before we get going here so this is a smart key system Nissan calls it intelligent key Um, you have the key in your pocket purse whatever when you get into the vehicle and when you press the start button on the dash that button triggers the bcm to trigger the interior antennas to reach out to the key with an rf signal the key is going to respond with its own rf signal to the keyless entry receiver which will then send a signal to the body control module with information about the key so basically the key is requested said hey i'm sorry the bcm has requested hey Key, are you there? And what's your ID? And then it responds with that to the keyless entry receiver, gives the info to the body control module. If the body control module decides that, okay, yes, this key is registered, it will send a signal to two different places one to the IPDM to supply power to the steering column lock. And it will also send a signal, and this isn't outlined in service information, but I did find it to be true through testing. It sends a signal on a data line that goes straight to the steering column lock for the steering column lock to unlock, to release the steering column. All right, so the steering column lock is part of the anti-theft system. And again, the IPDM will power up the steering lock, and I did have power on that circuit, But there's also a data line with a message to the steering lock to say, hey, unlock. And that's a command from the BCM to the steering column lock. Now, once the steering column lock has unlocked, the confirmation is sent to the BCM and then the BCM proceeds with turning on the ignition relays and then you can start the vehicle. That's the basic overview. Um, The one other component that's in there is the slot in the dash. It's on the left-hand side. You stick the smart key in there. So if the battery in the key is dead or there's something wrong with the antennas in the vehicle, you can read the key ID with this slot. And then this slot, which is actually a little module, sends information over a data line to the BCM about the key. So basically, it's a backup way to read the key, but the slot is also how we register keys. When we're adding keys or we're doing an all keys lost, you have to put the key into the slot for the BCM to read it. So that's our basic overview. And the note in there that I would take away is if the steering lock does not unlock, you're not able to proceed with turning on the ignition, which I assumed was our original issue. Uh, The codes that were in there for the position switches in the steering lock, which are two separate circuits from the data line. If that's unable to unlock or confirm the unlock position, even if you have the right key, you're not going to be able to turn on the ignition. Now, we don't have the right key. We don't have a key that's been registered to this vehicle, but we're also a bit unsure of the steering lock. Now, I will say this, the steering lock that was in the vehicle that they had installed, it was in the unlocked state. So that means I could turn the steering wheel physically without it locking and the data PIDs in the BCM reflected an unlocked state for the steering column, okay? And that was one thing that some people had mentioned to me is you will not be able to proceed with any key registration if the column lock is locked, if it hasn't been moved to the unlocked position. But again, I can turn the wheel and it shows in the data PIDs that it's in the unlocked position, So as far as I'm concerned at this point, the steering column lock is unlocked. We should be able to move forward with what we're trying to do here. Now this B2191 that's present in the body control module, difference of key, and it'll reset over and over again when you're trying to do this. Leads me to believe that the BCM sees that there is a key, but that it doesn't accept the key ID. I'm not 100% sure of this, but it sure would seem to me that the BCM is at least seeing that there is a key in the slot when we're trying to do this. Because that was one of the questions someone asked me is, hey, is the slot bad? And that's why we're not able to recognize that there's a key in there and you can't move forward with the process. Now I did take my U scope and I measured the signal line between the slot and the BCM when I was pressing the start button, and there was data transferred there. Now I don't know what it says, right? It's a, It looks like a K line transmission voltage pulses, data packets. I can see it on my U scope, but I don't know what it's saying. I don't know if that slot is sending the correct information to the BCM. But again, the code kind of leads me to believe that the BCM's seeing a key. Um, I wish there was better data PIDs. Nissan is awful for data PIDs in my personal opinion. I mean, not only the acronyms that you have to look up to see what everything means, but they just don't include very much useful information. Um, and, and service info isn't much better for them either. So you're guessing in a lot of cases or left in the dark in a lot of cases. So what are my possibilities at this point? You know, in a situation like this, I at least like to think about what are the p- potential causes for this issue and then maybe I can start checking them off one by one hopefully now uh, number 1 I could have a bad key wrong key something like that um I don't think that's the case because I've used these keys before on this era of Nissan without an issue uh, the key supplier that I use haven't had an issue but it's but it is possible um you know the locksmith's key didn't work either I don't know where he got his from but it's possible I need to get a dealer key. I, I don't really think that's the case, but I need to put that on my list. I can't eliminate it because I don't know 100% for sure. Next one, the new steering lock that they put in could be bad or wrong. Now, I don't have any codes to indicate this. As far as I can tell, the BCM is happy with the steering lock. Now, I say that, but I didn't register the steering lock. I'm not able to do that function with the scan tool. It gives me the same system initialization error. It won't let me register the steering lock, but I have no codes indicating that there's anything wrong with the steering lock or that the BCM is unhappy with the steering lock. And there is a code possible in the BCM that sets for an issue with the steering lock. And I think it's It's something like order of discord BCM steering lock or something like that. I've seen that before when you have a used one in there, it'll set a code saying, Hey, I don't like this steering lock. That's not there. So I don't really have a reason to say that this steering lock's bad, but it's possible. And I have to consider that their new part is bad. could be a bad slot. Um, And so what I mean by that is where you put the key, even though I see data transfer, it's getting, it's got its power and ground Maybe the information that it's sending to the BCM is incorrect, and the BCM can't recognize that there is a key in there or can't register the key that's in there because of the slots function. I don't know how I'm going to prove that without replacing a part, but that's possible as well. It could be a bad BCM. Maybe everything going to the BCM is correct, but something is wrong with the body control module itself, and it's not accepting what it's supposed to accept. That's a possibility as well. Again, going to be tough to prove without replacing a part, but it's possible. And the last thing would be a wiring issue with any of the components that I measured. The steering lock, the slot, the body control module. Now, that being said, I did as much testing as I could. Tested powers and grounds to the steering lock. I did that initially. Those are there. Tested powers and ground to the slot. They are there. Test, tested powers and grounds to the bcm those are there i even tried jumping power to the ignition circuits to wake everything up and try this and that didn't work either just in case like the bcm wasn't able to turn on the ignition that didn't work and i looked at the data lines between these components as well with the scope. like there was data transfer happening between the bcm and the steering lock i don't know what it says but it was there I've looked at data transfer between the slot and the BCM. Again, it was there. And I even held the uh, key tool max over the slot when performing this registration. And the slot reaches out to the key. Um, That's one of the functions of the key tool max is to read uh, like a ignition coil or antenna. And that's essentially what this slot is. And you can see that it shows the transponder ID of the key. It shows that the... It slots reaching out to the key. And at the same time with the U-scope, you can see data transfer being sent to the BCM. So as far as circuitry goes, I mean, there's definitely possible there's something I'm unaware of or missing, but everything that should be there seems to be there wiring-wise. I, I don't see anything that I can point to to say, yeah, that's a problem or I'm missing that. And again, there's always possibilities that there's just circuits I am unaware that are involved or important to this process that I haven't tested. So I can't 100% rule it out, but I don't see anything that I can really point to. So where do I go with this? And that's kind of why I made the episode 190 is I was in a way frustrated because I'm out of tests that can prove anything to me without having a known good car right in front of me. I don't really know how I'm going to test anything else to say that, yes, this is the part that's failed, right? And that's my job. That's the service that I offer to repair shops is, hey, I can come in, perform tests, tell you what needs to be replaced with a great amount of certainty, and then you replace that part and you move on with your day and then you pay me and then you charge a customer, right? But that all relies on me having the tests that prove something to me that can tell me that, yes, this part is bad. This circuit is bad. We're missing this. You need this part. But in this case, I don't really know how to proceed without changing a part. And then I have to guess it. <laughs> which part should I replace first? Which is the most likely failed here? Is it the key? Is it the steering lock? Is it the BCM? Is it the slot? So what I decided to do here before i ordered any parts or spent any money on this thing i decided i want to take the original steering lock because they left that in the vehicle the one that was setting the position sensor codes and i just want to see hey there's probably switches inside of this thing you know they weren't reading correctly maybe i can take this apart fix those switches and then get the original steering lock back in this thing and maybe that will move me forward or prove something out to me that's my goal So I opened this thing up and just FYI, these things are not meant to be opened up. I kind of mangled the case in order to get it open. I didn't destroy any of the internals. There's a circuit board. There's a little DC motor that moves a plastic gear to move the steering lock up, up and down. And then there's two micro switches that represent the position of the steering lock. And these are what I'm after. And they're just little plastic switches that are soldered onto the board and they move up and down. So I get this apart. I find the switches. I actually did test the motor too. I jumped power and ground to it. It moved just fine. Very similar to the motor that you find inside of a Mercedes steering lock. But anyways, um, I moved these micro switches up and down a bunch of times. I was going to try to take them apart, but they're little sealed plastic units. I couldn't really disassemble them, but I used my own meter and I moved these switches up and down, you know. 20 plus times and eventually they started registering correctly so it's like i cleaned up the switch a little bit or did something to it to get it to read and then so i verified with my own meter okay hey these things both are working the way that they're supposed to so i kind of half-assed put this thing back together best i could again i kind of destroyed the case getting it apart but i put it back together and i plug this into the vehicle i didn't even remove the new steering lock i just plugged this one into it And then I grab my Autel, and the car's at my house at this point. I got the car to my place. But I plug in the Autel, and I get the key that the locksmith was attempting to register. I go through the process of doing an all-keys lost. The key registers. The ignition powers up. The car starts and runs. That's it. (laughs) So, okay, it was a bad steering lock. The steering lock that they ordered, there was something wrong with that. And with the original steering lock in there, I was able to register a key. So now I know everything's good. The BCM's good. The slot's good. The key's good. And after I corrected the position switches and the steering lock, the steering lock is good as well. And it moves from the lock to the unlocked position. So we're done, right? That's it. Let's move on with our lives. (laughs) Here's my thing. I want to be able to tell next time I have something like this and yeah, I get it. This is a unique situation. Um, How many of these are, am I going to run into? I don't know, but how would I have been able to tell that if I were to walk into a shop tomorrow and do this, how would I be able to tell them that? Yeah, this is a bad new steering lock. What test can I do? How can I prove this? So I went a little deeper with this one because you know, all the effort that I've put into it, I don't want to walk away with questions. I want to be able to test something. I want to have that test method so I don't have to guess with a part. So here's my thoughts. I'm going to focus in on the data line between the body control module and the steering lock. And what I'm going to do is look at the data packets With the now functional steering lock that works and powers up the car versus the one that doesn't, right? And that one's still actually bolted onto the column, the new one that the shop put in there. So here's what I do. And this is where it kind of gets interesting. I plug in, I haven't done anything else, right? I registered a key to the vehicle with the original steering column lock plugged in. So I plug in the new steering column lock that's up on the column. And I'm going to go to attempt to register a key with this. And then I'm going to measure the data line to see what it, what data packets or what's happening there between the steering column and the BCM. And lo and behold, the car just powers up, starts, and runs. And when I say that, I didn't register a key. I didn't register a steering lock. All I did was plug in This new column lock that didn't work before, like 100% (laughs) didn't work before, and now it works with a registered key. So the BCM has the key information stored in it. I did register this key that wasn't before, but now that there is one, it turns on, it works, there's no codes, and the steering lock even works, meaning it goes when you turn the ignition off and close the door. Like it locks and unlocks. And I'm really confused at this point because I've done these steering column locks before. You have to register them. You have to run the registration process in the scan tool in order for them to work. They shouldn't just work by plugging it in. Uh, Interesting enough, if you've done a used column lock on one of these things, if you plug in a used column lock, you can actually cycle the ignition and start the vehicle and everything until the first time that that column lock goes to the locked state. If it goes to the lock state without being registered, it won't come out until you register it. So just a small side note there, but you do have to register these things once they're in there. They shouldn't just work. And also why the heck did this vehicle not work at all and now all of a sudden with the key that's registered now it's just fine like and the steering lock's moving locked unlocked it's doing its thing no codes we're all, everybody's happy i'm like what the heck this doesn't make a whole lot of sense something something is not adding up here so it got me thinking about this steering column lock and i've, I've done some work with some mercedes stuff and so my thought at the time was like, maybe this isn't a real steering lock. Maybe this is an emulator. And what I mean by emulator is it takes the place of a steering lock, but it does not actually have a locking function. Now, these steering lock emulators will make a noise. They're, they're built to make a little noise there. Where it goes, and it sounds like the steering lock is moving, but it's not actually doing anything. So, I get this thing into the locked state, right? I turn off the ignition. I close the door. You hear it go into the locked state. And I try turning the wheel. I can rotate the wheel. There, It is not locked. Even though in the scan tool data it says that it's locked, it's not. So this thing that's in there has to be an emulator, and it's shaped, and it it's built, and it looks like a steering lock. It bolts up right into the same place, but it's not actually performing any lock function. So I unbolt this thing, and these have little bolts that uh, break off the hex head. Um, they're like an anti-tamper bolt, but luckily the shop didn't actually snap them off. So I take this thing out to verify, yeah, there's no locking mechanism in this thing. It goes into place, but it's not actually doing anything. So it's got a big casing around it. This one was a little easier to get off. So I take this thing apart just to see what's in there. And it's a electric motor and a plastic assembly that moves, makes the noise of the steering column lock and actually has little micro switches inside of it to simulate the switches that are in the original lock. So it's satisfying what the BCM wants to see for the locked unlock state, but it's not actually doing anything. But my question again is like, okay, well, would this still need to be registered? I've never put an emulator in one of these things, so I don't really know how it works. I tried to find like a tag or sticker on the emulator and I'll put a picture of it in the Facebook group, but there was no part numbers. There was no tag on it. I had to do some reading online, um, you know, some searching to see okay, can I find a steering lock emulator that looks like this online? And there's a ton of them out there. Some of them look very different from the one that I had. Some of them don't necessarily bolt up into place. They're just a box that plugs in. This one actually bolts into place. And I found a few of these that say they are plug and play. And so it's like a DIY repair for a steering lock issue is... You plug this thing in and you do no programming. It just sends the message out onto the data line between the column lock and the BCM that satisfies the BCM. And that's it, you're done. You don't have to worry about a steering lock. You don't have to program anything. You're on your way. That's what's advertised. Now, I don't know that I found the exact website that sold this particular one because there's a lot of options out there and a lot of them look the same. There's even ones that are actual locks that look identical to the one that I had. So like the physical outside of the unit, I don't know that you'd necessarily be able to say one way or another unless you took it apart and looked at it. So this thing sends a message out to satisfy the BCM if you have a registered key. And I think where the issue was here that we didn't have a registered key for this vehicle when it showed up, right? It was from the auction, it didn't have any keys. And we have this steering lock emulator in there and we're not able to register any keys. Now, again, doing a little bit of testing, I messed around with the original lock and this emulator. When I begin either the key registration process or the steering column lock registration process, but particularly the key registration process, one of the first steps where you enter the password and the tool communicates with the vehicle, the BCM will send a signal out to the steering column lock. And I did this with the original lock that functioned. And at that point, the column lock will attempt to unlock regardless of its initial state, right? So if it's locked, it'll unlock. If it's unlocked, it'll still, you'll still hear it attempt to unlock. And it also sends a data packet to the BCM at this point to say, yep, I'm unlocked. And then you're successfully able to proceed with a scan a procedure of adding a key and the dash will power up and you can add your key and you're good to go there. But the steering lock emulator does not do this right it has the capability of making a noise to go locked to unlocked it doesn't make any noise at this point point. and there's data packets that are transferred at this point but they are different again i don't know what they're saying but my guess is is that this thing is not able to send the confirmation in this state that yeah hey i'm unlocked let's register some keys however the Processor was constructed on the board of this thing. It wasn't set up for that. All it was set up for was to satisfy the BCM, make it happy when you have a registered key already present for the vehicle, right? So if the steering lock was your only issue and you had a key and you bolted this thing up, you'd be good to go until you wanted to add a key or you lost all your keys. And then this thing shows up at a shop and The customer's like, yeah, I lost my key. Can you add one? Or here, I bought a key. Can you add it? And you're not able to do it, right? You wouldn't be able to, I even tried adding a key when I had a functional one with the emulator in place and it wouldn't let me do it. It's missing whatever it needs to to satisfy the BCM in that specific point of key registration. It's just not set up for that. And so you get this car, let's say they installed this thing Two years ago, it's been working just fine. No issues. But then they lose their keys. You, you get it in the door. You can't register a key. And the customer's like, well, it worked fine before I lost my keys. And you're wondering what the heck's going on with this thing. And you don't have any codes to indicate that there's an issue with the steering lock. Nothing, right? That would be a really crappy position to be in. You're going to second guess yourself. I mean, just like I was here. So the final question was, how do I tell the next time or how do I identify this if I'm in this situation again, which, yeah, I know this is a real specific car. And you're probably like, I'm not ever going to see one of these stupid Nissan Ultimas with an emulator in it, but I don't know, maybe, maybe you will. And if you will, I hope this episode helps you out. Here's what you want to look for. Again, when attempting to do the key registration on one of these, In that initial step with the scan tool, registering the key, you will hear that column lock attempt to unlock or actually unlock. It'll make a noise with the emulator that didn't happen. Right. And it it, again, it does have the capability of going when you are in a normal state with a registered key, but it wouldn't do it in that state. Again, because I don't think it's set up to respond to the BCM in that specific circumstance. So. If I'm in that situation, again, I'm going to be listening to see, did the call lock make a noise at that point? And if it doesn't, okay, now I need to look to see, is this thing an emulator? Is it correct for the vehicle? And move forward that way. All right, so final thoughts on this. Um, Bad new parts suck. We get those a lot. It is one of the most frustrating things that we deal with as diagnostic and automotive technicians is you make a call, you do your due diligence. And I mean, I was right with this one. The steering column lock was bad, but the part that they got obviously did not work correctly, but it makes you second guess all of your test methods. Um, And it can be really, really challenging. So hopefully you can commiserate with me in that respect. But here's the lesson to myself. And I know I've said this before, but I need to ask more questions. I got to really drill these people. Where'd you get that steering lock from? Where did that come from? And I don't even know if they knew that it was an emulator. I'm sure they just hopped online, found the first thing on Google and ordered it up. It's this kind of shop. So I'm pretty certain that that is the way that it went. But maybe next time I got to say, hey, where did you get that from? Do you have the receipt? Do you have the site where you got it from? And make my assessment that way before I even touch the car, at least know what's in there. I got to be better about that and just advice for everybody out there. Ask questions, ask questions, ask questions. You can't ask enough and it ain't going to hurt anything to ask them. Next point is if you have a challenging issue like this, um, I encourage everybody to at least once really dive deep into it like I did here. No, no, don't go buy a car just because you want to fix it. I understand that's kind of ridiculous. I'm going to flip this thing and hopefully make a couple bucks off of it. And it made a good case study, but here's the deal. I learned more about this system than I would have ever known before. Right. And what's the incentive to sit down and really, really study this steering column lock system. Otherwise there, there isn't much of one. And I mean, Again, Nissan service info kind of sucks. I don't think I would have learned nearly as much just reading service info as opposed to having the car in front of me and testing all these things. But it became somewhat of a necessity because I wanted to get the car fixed. And so I learned a ton. So the next time I'm hopping one of these things, I'm going to know all of the components like the back of my hand, no issues and know exactly where to go and what to test and what to look for. And so in that way, it's a major advantage to me The next time I see any problem with this system, really, I'm going to be able to get I've got my head wrapped around it already and I have records of everything that I've done. um, And so it is worthwhile in that case so again I just encourage everybody to hey you get a really challenging problem don't skip on it don't move past it take some time and really dive deep into it I think it's worth it just to experience that and then you can make the decision in the future whether you want to do that again uh, you know on another particular vehicle is it worthwhile to figure this one out or not in some cases I understand that it's definitely not Final, final thing. Um, I did find that there is a recall on these Nissan Altimas for the steering column lock. Nissan will replace them for free. And in the um, document for the recall, one of the notes says, after replacement of the steering column lock with the new one, the column will not actually lock. It says the new unit does not have the capability to lock the column. And I didn't see this until after all was said and done. I was doing my research for this episode and I read that, I was like, huh, that's interesting. So is Nissan using a type of emulator as well? Is it something like what I have in here? Are you going to see that out there? That's definitely possible. I'm actually thinking this week I might call and see, hey, will you guys do this recall for me? Um, Because I still have to fix the column lock on this thing and either I'll get a used one or I'll see if Nissan will do it and I'll be curious to see what they install and how it matches up versus the old and the new column lock Um, and is that an emulator as well? I'm not really sure on that but I thought that was interesting that I read that in the notes about the recall. I know there's a couple Nissan techs that reached out to me so maybe they can fill me in on that as well. All right, so I'm sorry I yammered on about a stupid 2009 Nissan Altima steering column lock for 45 minutes, but I hope you found that interesting and we did get to the conclusion. But I'd like to thank everybody out there for listening to the show, all the feedback, and again, thank you for the advice on this one and getting to the solution. That all out of the way, let's get out there, start fixing the world one car at a time.